How's it, everybody? It is another week of the podcast. I skipped last week because it was a holiday on Monday and I got like really motherfucking lazy. And I was just like, you know what? Nothing special went on anyway. So I'm going to skip it. And in fact, you know, full disclosure, I'm really like fucking lazy to be doing my podcast lately, but I'm just forcing myself because. I want to try and keep it up as much as possible where it makes sense. And, you know, since it's been a couple of weeks and there's still been classes, I'm really kind of forcing myself to record this one, even though I think after spring break, one of my classes, you know, is going asynchronous a lot because we'll be working on like our final paper. So I'm not sure how much more episodes of the semester I'll do since, you know, one of my core classes is going asynchronous. And I don't know how much more I can complain about undergrads and their writing and their work ethic. I'll get into that later. Actually, I'll get into that right now. So finally, finally after six weeks of class, right? So I'm I'm grading module six last week and it's like something finally clicked or like they figured it out that, hey, I have to turn in assignments on time or I'll get minus points. I'm not fucking shitting you. You know, like I think as students are, they'll call your bluff of like how much you actually adhere to the syllabus. And the syllabus says it is docked two points for every day that your assignment is late. And that's what I've been doing. So I think now they're finally getting it like, hey, I'm not doing as well because on Canvas, you know, the course management system, it shows like your total grade percentage. And it's for this class anyway, it's the grades are kept up to date weekly because we try to grade them, you know, weekly and then take another week for our papers. So you know, you know, if you're failing or not, you know exactly what your grade is because it's updated weekly. And I think they figured it out that (laughs) timing and the standard of quality that we're looking for, I think they're finally reaching it. I think I gave the most like, you know, 10 out of 10 points, somewhere nine. But for the most part, as a class, everyone sort of elevated their writing and that they were turning it on time. I think maybe only two people didn't turn turn in their assignments on time. And that's actually pretty good out of 19, I guess, students that we have. So it just it was just so weird because I just felt like something happened. And as a whole, they were like all doing better. Maybe, I don't know, maybe there was something going on or maybe something in the water that week. We'll see. The only way you could tell is when I grade module 7's discussions and see if it goes back down. But what happened was I asked if I could like hop in on the conversation for week 7. And I was actually, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I was wanting to do it for module six because module six was about like the selfie and the readings about it and some videos. It almost makes, in my opinion, like selfies just look ridiculous. Like when you put it in that kind of lens, it to me, it almost feels like as human beings, like we are just like so... Uh, ridiculously stupid looking when we take a selfie and I wanted to get in on that conversation like genuinely as a student but I didn't for this past module module seven because I had a meeting with my professor I asked her can I like hop in on this conversation because for this week's topic it was about participatory culture and participation power and I felt like the entire chapter like I just wanted to highlight everything I was just like oh my god like this is it this is exactly it and had this kind of really ginormous aha moment 
about like, oh my God, this is it. This is my dissertation, which is like a good or bad thing because a bad thing is like someone already kind of did it. Like this entire chapter for the most part was covering the basis of my dissertation. Like this is exactly the area that I want to hit. But the good thing about it is I can still take this and then add something new to it, turn it on its side just a little bit. And and that's advancing specifically this topic area in this field. So I was really excited about it. And, you know, it was definitely a huge step forward, like moving the needle in terms of my own dissertation and the topic, because I really found a bunch of readings that I feel like are going to be important for my literature review and whatever my research questions are and um, you know the way I go about my dissertation so I thought it was just all in all in the past couple weeks just this really lunge forward in my own topic even though doing all these other things like the conference proposal that was just due this past Sunday and pushing myself to do that and then still doing the work for this it's all been beneficial to my own self for my dissertation. So as much as it was difficult to deal with juggling all that crap at one time, uh, I know it's just going to pay dividends in the end. And just, you know, having it here was really good. I hope that having pushed myself to do the conference paper for it, and this has nothing to do with the class except that it it came, coin, it coincided with, the same professor that suggested that I submit a conference proposal for this. And, you know, I hauled some ass and I got it done before my meeting with my professor so she could look it over the Friday before the Sunday that it was due. And I surprised myself a little bit. I'm not super proud of the way it's written because to me it just looks rushed. It doesn't look as polished as I know it could be if I had more time. But I feel like anyone could say that if they had more time that they would write something better. But what happened was, and I don't know if I'm like shooting myself in the foot when I did this, but I had to go to a DOE meeting last week and they were had this mini lesson on you know the, the theme of the meeting was like digital security and they had a mini lesson on chat gpt now i've only read you know a little bit about it and i you know never signed up for it but after listening to this mini lecture of like what it is and what can it do and and what it lacks doing well you know there are some downsides to everything Right then and there, I decided to sign up for ChatGPT. And I have to say, it is pretty awesome. So for me, it's like when you're having writer's block and I just can't think of anything, I decided to ask ChatGPT for help. If that's what you want, because someone could argue with me like that's not, that's not asking for help. But basically what I did was, you know, can you write a little something about this and this? And it just started writing. It kept going. And I'm like, oh, am I supposed to like hit stop? You know, because it just keeps going and going. So I stopped it. And then I'm like, uh, can you write an abstract about this topic? And then they started writing on and on. And on. I was like, OK, and so I'm like, stop. And then I put, can you write an abstract less than 75 words? Because that's like the limit for the conference proposal. And it did. And it did it in exactly 74 words because I didn't say 75 or less, you know. And honestly, what they wrote was like pretty good. So I took that as a good starting point and then edited it so that it sort of matched the tone and, you know, the buzzwords that I was using inside the actual meat of my abstract and that it matched inside the paragraph. But to me, what was really good about it is it was a good starting point because remember 
the podcast before I kept seeing how I just kept hitting my head on a brick wall. Like I'm just having writer's block. I can't think of anything. And I really feel like for me personally, chat GPT allowed me to get the creative juices flowing. So to me, one could, at least the way of I just used it is one could argue that they're just like a sounding board off. Like what if my friend suggested these things that this AI suggested to me and, you know, I took it and ran with it and, you know, edited it and changed it. And I feel like I definitely did not straight copy and paste this because at the end of the day, it's still, you know, a research paper and whatever they say needs a citation. So I have to change it in a way so that it's similar to exactly what what is being said in this citation so that I could, you know, change it in a way and then cite this source. But at least in terms of like what they're trying to get at, I know what the AI was trying to do, but they just said it in a different way, but I need to change it. So one, it makes sense to like my topic area and two, it's similar in a way that it's almost synthesizing the literature that I can cite. So I would never straight copy and paste it because I don't think it's that perfect. And also it's not personally in my tone of voice the way I would write. So definitely with edits. But the fact that there's like a shell, there's like a starting point, there's these ideas, there's a bit of sentence structure that I just need to like, it's almost like you become an editor. Using this really made me stop wasting fucking time just staring at a blank screen with a blinking cursor. You know what I mean? So I liked it in a way. And then I, after that, I asked him for um, title suggestions for this. And they gave me some suggestions. I didn't use it word for word. In fact, I, I myself edited it to at least three times because I just kept changing my mind. But at least I had a starting point. You know what I mean? So it's not... I can definitely say with all honesty, I did not plagiarize the AI for that, uh, but to use it as a sounding board and to just like get the ideas flowing, I thought it was amazing. Like it is like so scary for the academic world in that way. And I didn't use it for the main body because I was practically done by the time I like decided to try out chat GPT. So it really helped me just craft the abstract part or the short description and then the title for it but I can honestly say from what it gave me and what I end up writing is very different because then you just I just ended editing it after a few days and stuff so but like I said it was a good starting point so it is pretty freaking cool (laughs) I don't know how much more I would see and I you know, I mentioned it about like plagiarizing the AI is that considered plagiarizing if you just like straight copy and paste it there. But from what I learned again from the presentation is there are a ton of downsides with this with this AI in terms of literally fabricating what it, they think is fact, fabricating bibliographies that like literally don't exist. So that's sort of like the scary part. To me, it's almost like blindly following and believing a google map when you know what if they literally run you off a road off a cliff are you still gonna believe them you know i think to a certain degree you still have to use your own judgment and your own call on something you know and just not go fully 100 percent full on with a machine essentially but i just thought it was so cool and it was that presentation that i finally I think I better understand what it was. And then so I'm like, okay, I'm going to go sign up to see like what the hype is all about for it. So can't wait to see how it evolves over time and how like competitors 
are going to hit the mark. I think they probably already are, but you know, how that's going to change this Googling landscape and, you know, just going like straight to AI in that way. For my cohort class, there's been a lot of lectures going on and I feel bad because it is a lot of good information, but it's a lot of heavy listening and comprehending. And these are really kind of big ideas and, um, you know, critical thinking in terms of, you know, what is being said. So it's been hard for me to grasp what's going on. And I hope it doesn't bite me in the ass later because I can't remember all of these things. And there's just been a lot of information coming in in the past two or three weeks. So I'm a little worried about that. But I'm also like, I feel like I am kind of charted a bit of a course of where I want to go with my dissertation. So when I feel like I don't think that pertains to me, and, and again, that could be my downfall, you know, I kind of shut down a little bit. I'm just like, oh, well, I'm not going to use that theory. So, you know, I'm not going to fully pay attention, which I know is like a bad thing. I just like can't help it. You know what I mean? So it's been a little rough, but I know these are all stepping stones to help myself later. And so that's why what I mean by like, I hope it doesn't fucking bite me in the ass. <laughs> later on, we're like, remember that time we learned about those theories? You might want to incorporate that now in your dissertation. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah no I didn't we do have an assignment that we're working on I'm almost done with it like surface level I kind of put it off on the side because I had to focus on that conference proposal but now that it's behind me oh yeah by the way they extended it a week so like I didn't even have to haul that much ass but you know we don't know that at the time and I think the call was made like Sunday morning and it was you know due Sunday night so but at that point I had already turned it in the day before on Saturday so I was like whatever that doesn't pertain to me although I do have another proposal going out for my GA ship but at least that's like not solely on me and that's like a tag team effort so yeah I'm not too worried about that I'm sure we'll get it done we'll have to get it done we have a week you know in the past couple weeks, because I've been juggling like three big projects, research projects, right? My dissertation and then the conference proposal and then my GA ship topic. The reference management system that I'm using, Zotero, I thought about should I leave Zotero? Should I try something else? And I gave another like competitor program, Paper Pile, a chance, but. I decided not to because I think maybe I'm just so used to the the Zotero interface that, you know, everything has good and bad to it, right? Pros and cons. But I think I'm just more used to the way Zotero is. I just think it's a little archaic in like integrating and um, syncing, like if I wanted to read on my iPad and, and the way that works. But I was heavily working on Zotero so much because I wanted to organize myself in terms of like, organizing all my articles because it's just growing it was growing so exponentially because of the conference proposals part for you know both proposals that I'm trying to put and then still trying to juggle what is going to be my dissertation topic that I really felt this need to I want to say overhaul Zotero but like really start to like really maximize how I can use Zotero so then I've always complained about how there's file names with carrots and then you you know you expand it and then you have like the notes and the actual pdf and i would go to the menu and i was like why isn't there an option to like expand all and i was like what the fuck so finally i try to google it and then there's a tips and tricks page on zotero 
And it's just basically hitting the fucking plus sign. Well, it's so it's a keyboard shortcut instead, and then but doesn't fall in the menu. So I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? This whole time I've just been like, click, 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 right? But the 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 items in the folder is just getting way too long. Is like, I can't keep doing this. I can't, you know, there has to be a way to expand all. Yeah, there is. It's a fucking shortcut. So I was like so irritated. And then I found out another shortcut is with APA7 and the writing style is the titles are now sentence case. But I think because there's so some of the works are so old that it's in title case. But when you put it, when you export it as a bibliography, it's going to come out title case. So now before, especially last semester, me and my groupmates were like fucking going to every single letter, first letter of each word and changing it to sentence case, which is so tedious. I was like, this is fucking stupid. Then I found out if you just right click on the title, you can toggle between title case and sentence case. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? I was so pissed when I learned that. I was just like, fuck me. There's actually, you know, a shortcut way of doing that. I'm just like, you know, I'm very high efficiency. So how much time was lost cumulatively doing all of these little things that was just a click of a button or two is just like, oh, my God. So now some of the tedious things that I've been doing is relating articles to each other. So like I said, like my library is growing like really fast. And my professor mentioned it where it's like, you know, you're going to forget what you read or you're not going to really remember, you know, the exact author or the title, but you know, you read it somewhere or something one of the articles in your Zotero, but how can you find it? Because otherwise that wastes a lot of time trying to go find, you know, this one part of this article that you can't remember who it was done by and, you know, what folder you put it in, what's the title, whatever. So you, for for me then, I was starting to relate articles because now a lot of the literature starts pointing to each other, which I feel like is important. So I started doing that and also tagging where tagging is also a little tedious, but again, it's supposed to pay dividends later of how to use it. So like tagging has been a bitch and then relating items, um, whether it's articles or like notes, pointing them to each other. So, you know, quickly know that either they were cited or they're citing the articles. I don't think it, it goes that specific, but the fact that I can relate them is super huge because the other part of that was I've been like shopping around for a note taking app. Because, you know, simple note taking like on Word, again, you want it to relate to each other, right? Because you're trying, you're, or I'm starting to synthesize these ideas. Like, right, I'm getting five different articles that are sort of the same, saying the same thing. So I need to synthesize that and then cite the five authors. But I need to put this someplace. And I know I need to note somewhere that they're all pointing to the same idea. So, I think, well, right now I'm trying a note-taking app called Craft, and that was on the recommendation of my professor. It's pretty cool. It's a paid um, app, though, and I'm just using the free version, but I think I'm about to like use up the free version pretty soon. But the fact that you can relate not just full notes, but like they call it blocks, but like blocks within a note to like another block within another note is going to be very powerful, you know, later and at least like organizing your notes and your thoughts and synthesizing literature and making sure that you're finding things and articles with the author in it that have similar ideas. And that's why this whole thing, trying to find 
software that can help me manage my research in that way. So right now I'm going with craft. It's hard because I can't really see it yet in terms of like what I really need for my dissertation. So I think that's just the growing pains of everything because I've had Zotero now for 18 months and only now I'm finally understanding what what I need out of Zotero or any reference management system. I just didn't get that earlier. So, you know, it is what it is. And I'm just trying to deal with it. It's just like fucking irking, you know. So that's been one, a busy thing for me to do, because like I said, it's super tedious to have to tag everything and relate everything. And it's just it just sucks up a lot of time. But again, it's like a Hawaii style reverse parking. It's delayed gratification. It's supposed to like pay out later. So hopefully it's just been a bitch, but I know it has to be done in order to make my life easier as time goes on and trying to manage my notes and trying to find something or recall something better. And again, I think always pointing to each other or notes pointing to other notes is how I can better like synthesize what I'm trying to write from all of these hundreds of articles that I've downloaded into my Zotero. So we are trucking along here toward my dissertation. So it's really exciting, but it's also like now that I'm focusing in on you know what I want to do and and seeing what the literature is out there, it's also like I can see like all of the hard work that is going into it. Going back to my other class, my professor actually brought up to me the class that I TA for. She asked me if I would be willing in the future to teach this class as an instructor. And I was like, fuck yeah, I would. And I was thinking in my head, like having shit the bed with that one interview, right? For the instructor position. It's like one door closes and another door opens. And this one just like came to me. And I was telling my cousin how like, my dream, my goal is about to come true. And it took five years to get there. My goal was I'm going to graduate with my PhD and become an instructor at the university level, like teach at the collegiate level. And if I so do teach, you know, as early as next fall, I mean, that's it. I've hit my goal, right? Even if it lasts one semester, like the goal was to teach a collegiate class. And here I am now. It, it, it's like on on the cusp, you know, it's like, right, I could reach out and grab it. I feel like that's how close it is to me. And it just like blows my mind, you know. But it's also like I've been trying to get into this for five years. Like the time I decided I want to go into this was 2018. Five years later, it's about, you know, arm's length reach for me. So it almost feels like. It happened so fast, but it also took fucking five years to get here. And it could be more like I'm not saying it's happening in the fall. And if it doesn't, then it's just going to be six years, you know. But it just kind of goes to show you that time flies, <laughs> not just when you're having fun, but when you're like busy as fuck. But also, I feel I really, truly believe that if you work hard enough and you want something, it's going to, you know, the opportunities will, will come toward you, you know, and. If you want it that badly to hit that goal, go out and fucking get it. You know what I mean? So it's just so weird. And I was really bummed about how badly that other interview for instructor went. And then here's one sort of handed to me on a silver platter, which is so ironic. So what a way to end on a happy note. I will let you know for sure if that if that happens. But I think that was like a good way of, you know, ending my week this week of the semester and I will leave you with that 
See you next time on the pod.